Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. Hi, Steph. Steph has to be very quiet because it is like the middle of the night in buttfuck nowhere in Australia, wherever you are. <laughs> I'm in Kalbari, Western Australia at 2.30 in the morning, sitting outside right. recording. Oh, you're outside? I didn't I'm realize you were outside. I am, yeah. please watch out for snakes in the night and spiders. <laughs> There's actually just kangaroos hopping around the caravan park, so... That's cute. It. We know yeah. we know how much I love a kangaroo family <laughs> and how much they love me. So I I want to start by talking about this is all going to lead into what we're talking about today. Um, now we are end of Feb. We are going into March 2021, and we are almost at a year of COVID times, which is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. I was talking to some friends of mine about this the other day and it's just it's while it's been such a crazy awful year it's also to me I feel like it's flown by absolutely flown by and I think in the last year I think everyone no matter where you are in the world everyone has their own personal sort of journey I guess they've gone on in the last year um you know it's been very up and down and something I've you know I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately as we do. Yeah. Um, and personally for me, I feel like I, in the last couple months, I've gone into this like almost anxious state where a lot of people I know kind of experience this more early on in COVID. And I yes. don't know if it's just because in, in the UK, we've been in lockdown for so long now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just been a lot going on. I started a new job and Whatever. Anyways, I've, you know, lately I've just been feeling a little bit more anxious, more stressed out. And I actually started, I started listening to this podcast 
and it's called The Anxiety Podcast. And it's just like little episodes about dealing with different situations if you're feeling anxious and stressed. Yeah. <laughs> but I was listening to an episode that obviously was released like early last year. Not early, but around this time. So it's about a year old. And uh, the host, he's talking about you know, in, in uh, lockdown. And this was like only a few weeks in and he had started making sourdough bread. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, I'm like, was he like, that's so early on. Like, did he start this trend about making sourdough bread? Anyways, where I'm going with this, then I started listening back to some of mine and Steph's episodes that we put out around this oh, time. No. <laughs> and, you know, we were we talked a lot about so first of all there was a couple of the episodes that did not age very well even a few weeks later um (laughs) but we we also did you know a lot of episodes on you know we can't travel right now but you know this is a good time for us to you know sit down and like plan uh you know our next trip save a bit of money yeah um you know for your next big big trip and it was really at a, a point where you know, we thought there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Back in March 2020. And as the months kind of rolled on, we've now gotten to a point where a year later and, you know, again, depending on where you're listening in the world, we're all experiencing different COVID times, if you will. Yeah. So, you know, Steph is back to traveling. Well, not, you know, not air airborne traveling, but in a caravan, you can go around Australia. I'm still in lockdown. And this and this was a whole big intro about kind of what we're talking about. And the segue here is, you know, we want to talk about how it is possible, I guess, to lose that interest or lost that spark mm-hmm. when it comes to traveling. And I feel like I've kind of gone through that a little bit, especially in the last couple months, because there still doesn't seem like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And it just seems like a pipe dream right now. And uh, yeah, I'm sort of rambling on, but you know, Steph, you know what I'm getting at. It's, oh, uh... for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about. And it doesn't necessarily have to, I guess, tie into COVID necessarily, but I feel like a lot of people probably, you know, have experienced this during this time mm-hmm. more so than probably ever else. So yeah, I think for a lot of us, it's about kind of when travel is so intertwined with your identity and who you are, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, oh, we're grounded. It's like, part of your identity was stripped away. So at first, at first we were really like, you know, you're going to make the best of it. We're going to plan our next best trip. We're going to do more research. Mm-hmm. We're going to maybe organize our travel photos, like all those filler things. And then it hit a point mm-hmm. where all those filler things were done and you were just left with the stripping of your identity and like talking about that. Because that's a very confronting situation. And, you know, it sounds so privileged to say that, but it doesn't Mm. matter. Whatever your identity is, when that's stripped from you, you're forced to confront that. Like, what do you fill that with? Who do you become? Um, Mm. Is what you fill that with going to be the new normal? Like, are you going to lose that passion for travel even once you can again? That's it. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. I think it's, it's, um, you know, it's almost like... It's like a habit, you know, whatever the habit is that you either pick up or drop, it becomes ingrained in you. It starts to become the new normal, as you said. And, you know, I I feel like I I probably didn't realize this, but yeah, a lot of 
my time, my free time, you know, before COVID was probably spent planning as much as I, you know, when I say planning, I'm saying it in quotation marks because we all know that I'm not a huge like planner planner. But in terms of like planning on the next place I wanted to go for a trip or like making a bucket list of things I want to see. And and I spent a lot of time doing that or or talking about traveling and getting really excited about it and being able to really like network with other people that love traveling. And, you know, in the last few months, it's kind of I mean, it's still there, but it's again, like, as you said, it's been filled now with so many different things. And, you know, even like I moved this year, I bought my first place in in London and, you know, all this money that I've spent putting into my you know property whether it's like DIY stuff or furniture and all that you know once we can travel again part of me I'm like well maybe actually I'll put this money aside because I want to redo my kitchen do you see what I'm saying am I making sense I do yeah no you are I'm worried that once we come out of this my new normal is going to be that sort of domesticated and there's nothing (laughs) wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all but because now this has become my everyday normal life am I gonna totally lose that spark you know wanting to get away every weekend and all right uh, yeah I don't know let me let me give you a little anecdote Because I went through the same thing when we were going through the Melbourne lockdown, but I'm taking it a little further back. So back in 2015, when I was on my around the world trip, I remember thinking, well, A, I loved it. Like I wanted to do that forever. But in my head, Mm. logically, I know you don't do that forever. Like eventually, and I hate to use the term settling down, but eventually you do get more settled somewhere. And Mm -hmm. your habits change, your work changes, everything changes. I was mentally prepared for that. And then when I got back from that trip, I'm like, okay, I need to work full time. I need to find something. And I thought I was going to settle down then. Flash forward a little bit. I went home, thought I would do it. And I was only home for a matter of months before I was like, nope, not ready yet. And I went back on the road. And that's when I spent six months driving through all the states And then after that, I thought, okay, now I really need to, you know, hunker down, get serious. Mm. And then that didn't happen. And then I came out to Australia and I thought, okay, I'm in a relationship now. Like now that I'm in a relationship, I'm going to stay put. So there's been tons of these different points in my life where I think I'm going to stay put. And so I'm viewing COVID as another one of those situations that make me think I'm going to stay put. But then as soon as, you know, the opportunity presented itself for a big adventure again, I still jumped on it. And I got to tell you, during lockdown, I went through all the phases. I went through the cooking phases. I went through the dye your hair pink phase. I went through like DIY phase. um, Sourdough phase? Did you do the sourdough? I didn't do sourdough, but I batch cooked pierogies like a queen okay that's a new one maybe I'll try that <laughs> yeah, yeah but did you ever did you ever feel like in all this so that you were losing any I did you know, that like spark or desire I really did I entirely redecorated my home um during lockdown yeah I thought you know what I'm staying put because my house was always fairly minimalist there wasn't really mm-hmm. like there was no area rugs or furniture or like it It was was very basic it was functional yeah which is fine totally fine like nothing wrong with that (laughs) yeah it was the absolute basic functional and during the lockdown I really nested like I made each room a home 
and it was lovely. And I really thought, I'm like, okay, this, the, you know, the shape of what my future looks like is changing and I could see it. And then as soon as the opportunity kind of presented itself, I packed all that shit into a storage container, <laughs> like not even mm. a doubt in my mind once the opportunity presented itself. And I got to tell you, most people, almost no one I know saw my redecorated house because we were in lockdown. No one could come over. I think maybe two people saw it. <laughs> it was just yeah. like back in the storage container. So I don't think it's like, I feel like you lose the spark because there's, you don't have, you don't know where that light is in the tunnel. And when you don't, right. when you can't see it, you're not holding on to it. And it was, it was just someone put a little droplet in my ear. I heard something that someone else did and I thought, oh, you know, that makes sense. Like now, yeah. I mean, international travel still to this day, you hear, you know, people had booked flights for now, what, six months ago thinking surely this would be fine yeah, it'll and be flights over. are still being canceled. So I accepted. I think there's a stage of losing your, not passion, but that spark is there, there are realities you have to accept. And one of those was yeah. for me, international travel was off the table. Right. So you kind of looked at what you can do. And and I think we talked about that even in a few episodes, even things like we said, you know, go discover a new park mm-hmm. in the city you live in or go, you know, discover a new neighborhood. And like you said, I think at first when you're doing that, it it's like a Band-Aid, you know, it, mm-hmm. it will do for the time being. But, uh, you know, like over time, you're like, all right, well. I've already seen that park. I'm going to go see another park. And then all parks are kind of the same. But like, it's, it's because I think I was even saying to you, you know, even talking about traveling, like there's been a couple weeks where even doing the podcast, like there's definitely been weeks where I'm like, I just, you know, I don't want to sit around talking about traveling right now because I can't do it. And it, it makes exactly it kind of it's like almost and I think Steph this you brought this up about you know so you know when you're scrolling through social media and say that you're someone that looks at say you're at the age where you always see people having babies or getting married and I am not using myself as an example here because that doesn't bother me at all (laughs) it's not something (laughs) I'm like dying to do but I have you know some of my girlfriends that are my age that aren't there yet. And that's something they really desire. Like they're constantly seeing this in their face. And, you know, I say to them, I'm like, just mute those people because it's not making you feel good. And maybe it's kind of the same with, I, Steph, you said this about following travel accounts yeah. and seeing other people doing something that you can't do right now. That's something I've been, you know, following all these people that can travel again. And, you know, and then again, yeah, coming on the podcast and talking about it. Like, yeah, again, there was some weeks I'm like, oh, it's hard to talk about it because I'm like, what's the point? You know, that's where I'm at right now. What, <laughs> that's where I'm feeling. And what's interesting is that because when I was in lockdown here in Melbourne, you had more freedom and you were able to go to Italy and you went to Spain. Right. And it was kind of like un- travel just seems so unattainable to me, whereas now we're in the reverse situation. Um, mm. and hopefully it's not a yo-yo, <laughs> like hopefully it's oh, just a spectrum God. and we're at I know. one at each end and then it's done, but we'll see. But, um, it's funny cause I follow a lot of travel accounts and actually a number of the ones I follow are from London or from the UK. And there is such a, um, there's almost like a traveler's guide to lockdowns of like phases we go through. 
So there's yeah. the sourdough and there's the general everyone went through them phases. And then it's mm. like, so travelers go through a hiking phase, like just yeah. anything to still get us out there. And I see them doing that. And I feel for them so much now because I'm on the other end of it. But I can totally understand when I follow a number of, you know, Australian travelers who were Melbourne based. Mm. And during the lockdown, they actually left Victoria and they, whether it was Northern Territory or where they went to, they did their two weeks quarantine. And then once they were out, they were free to actually just be traveling around the state. So they were doing that and talking mm. with a number of them, they were getting a lot of hate from people yeah. saying, you know, oh, Melbourne's in lockdown. Like, I feel like you're rubbing this in our faces. And this is a you know, dilemma that many travel accounts are facing right now is like, do I continue to post travel content? Do I dim it down? And I'm not a proponent of anyone ever dimming themselves down. And that's why I think everyone has to say, like, if it's upsetting you right now, mute it and you can come back Mm. to it. Um, Yeah. And I think, too, you know, I've seen some people, you know, say things like, oh, well, if you are in a position where you can travel or you can see your friends or your family, like maybe don't post about it on your socials because Mm. it makes other people feel bad. And I don't agree with that. Yeah. You know, because, again, we have the mute button you know it's up to you what you want to consume yeah um again even last year really when I look back I I had a pretty good year yeah I couldn't travel but you know I did a lot in the year um you know I bought my first place I got a new job you know I adopted two adorable cats like it wasn't I did get to travel a couple times it wasn't a bad year for me Mm -hmm. and I had some people being like maybe you shouldn't you know, post about it on your Instagram or whatever. I'm like, why? Because why can't we also just celebrate, you know, again, the little wins? Why shouldn't we be able to do that? And if it's bothering, like I'm the people that are posting about traveling, like I'm, I'm like good for them. Like I'm so happy that they're able to do it. And yeah, I can't do it now and it sucks. And I'm getting envious seeing other people do it, but that's fine. I can decide not to look at it for a bit. It's like anything else on social media you know you can mute it and I I kind of love that you and I are in this opposite spectrum right now because I feel like you know if anything kind of going even back to the podcast and talking about um you know recording the podcast at a time when maybe I'm not you know I don't really feel like talking about traveling and granted I I love podcasting though so if anything is keeping me up you know doing this all the time it's because I also love podcasting but you know I feel like Steph if you and I were in the same boat that you know if we were both in this like sort of shitty like depressed we can't travel like we probably we all we kind of have each other like motivating each other in the times when you know because when you were feeling a bit shit I was like don't worry vice versa I'm the one feeling shit now and you're like it's all gonna be good so this is you know it's a good thing (laughs) that we're we're yo-yoing me and you you're you're the yin I'm the yang yes are we a yin yin yang me and you we are the yin yang (laughs) love it (laughs) yeah I think the whole point of online content is it's supposed to uplift you and if it's not uplifting you just press pause um and that's okay And I think that's a big thing. You know, everyone's talking a lot about mental health and how it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to say, you know, what excites me is upsetting me right now. Like when I look at content, I try to frame it as, you know, I'm going to get there. Like I'll get back Mm. to that. I'm going to get there. But there's days where it's just, it was defeating. Definitely. Yeah. So I think it's just okay to lose that spark. And then Mm. even if you feel like it won't come back. Like, I just want to tell people it will. <laughs> like, yeah. if you reframe the structure of your life during all this, that's cool. But it's 
Mm. I thought I had changed and I very easily reverted back. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm there. hoping that'll come back because this is actually a great example for my birthday. My dad got me a, he got me a subscription to the National Geographic travel mags. Oh, that's a good gift. Yeah. And so I get, um, I think it's like every two or three months and I get a new one and they're amazing, but I have a pile of them sitting there. My birthday was in September. I've probably read through like one, Mm. but like, it's kind of depressing looking through them right now because if I looked at them seven months ago, I, I was probably in that stage of like, oh, amazing. Okay. I'm going to like bookmark this page. This is somewhere I want to check out. Okay. And now I'm like, I don't want to look at it because it just kind of makes me depressed. So I'm saving them. You know, it's not like National Geographic is you know, it's not like dated material, like Vietnam <laughs> will always be there. <laughs> and if they write about it, it will. Always... But, you know, so I'm, I'm, I've got them stacked up and I'm kind of whenever I do feel like I'm in a better mood to, you know, when I'm feeling positive and feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, we just. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Boris Johnson, uh, our... <laughs> A phenomenal prime minister in the UK. <laughs> I'm saying that very sarcastically. Um, he announced lockdown measures are going to start to loosen a bit here come April. So we've got like another month of it. And then by end of June, social distancing rules should be dropped altogether. And that's because everyone's going to have the vaccine by then. So yeah, we've just essentially waited for a vaccine to come out. Well done, UK. <laughs> lockdown did fuck all of the last year. But anyways... So, you know, there's been days I'm like, okay, there is, there does seem to be a, a light at the end of the tunnel now. So I'll pick up one of the magazines, you know, when I'm feeling good and positive. Um, so it's like you said, it's picking those, just picking the times, you know, don't force it on yourself Yeah. if it's going to make you feel shit. And that goes for any, you know, I guess anything, but you know, if you don't want to, if someone's talking to you about like a trip that they've planned and they're in a place that they can travel and if you don't want to talk about it, just tell them. Yeah. It's making me depressed. Yeah. And I think that's a really important skill that I hope a lot of people have really refined during this is it's okay to say to people like, I'm really happy for you. I'm just not in a good place to 
talk about that right now if we can talk about something else please because if someone said that to me i'd be like yeah fine <laughs> like yeah okay like as i'm saying this out loud it does sound totally privileged you know we're talking about like oh poor us we can't travel but you know that's the reality but what can i say you know mm-hmm. as we said it is a big part of our identities and yes of course we've been you know lucky in the last year there's been a lot of other people that the covid is totally like devastated their lives uprooted their life and i get that and mine you know hasn't but again this is just the reality of how i'm feeling and how steph felt at one point and you still however people are feeling is well it's that point of your feelings are valid you can't always compare yourself to other people's struggles or else you'll always be minimizing your own and when you minimize how you're feeling you are doing yourself a disservice because you're not acknowledging it and it gets worse so that's a lesson I really had to learn over the years was my feelings are still valid, even if they're not, my situation isn't as bad as other people's. I mean, they always say you should never compare yourself or your situation anywhere, anyone else, whether it's, it looks better or worse. Mm-hmm. Like you, ex- exactly what you said, your situation is your situation and you feel the way you feel about it, how you feel about it. <laughs> and <laughs> well said, Andrea. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, I really have a way with words. <laughs> well, I, I think we've talked about this a lot offline, off, outside of the podcast um, quite a bit. It's just that feeling of you don't want to sound like a hoity-toity privileged person complaining mm. about what you've lost when other people have lost a lot. But it just comes back to that original point of when that was your identity, it's still a major loss. Like, and there's people who their whole livelihood, their financial income was also based on travel. So for them talking about travel for them, like that also is their livelihood. Yeah, I definitely, you know, at the beginning of this, I saw some uh, like travel influencers that I follow on on Twitter and they were posting things and maybe it was a bit too early on. I'm not, I won't name any names, but you know, they were like, Oh, I can't wait to get back on a plane and saying things like that. And there was people commenting like, how privileged are you? There's people dying. There's people losing their jobs, which again is true. But a lot of these people, they, you know, they kind of came back and said, you know, look, this is, this is my job. You know, yeah. and, and this is what some of them, I mean, we even uh, interviewed um, Mike from fearless and far. And I think he kind of touched a bit on that in the episode and you know that it's his that's his life that's his job to be traveling and making travel content and it, you know if he can't travel he's losing out um it's yeah. no different than you know an accountant losing their job I don't know <laughs> yeah what I really wanted to get out of the episode was just the fact that you know we go through all these phases and then those phases are done and we're still in this situation so mm. it's just it's a, it's okay for it to be a weird time and even within Australia, people look at Australia now and they're like, oh, it's amazing there. You guys handled it so well. Like the whole country's open and traveling. It's like on one hand, yes. But on another hand, the state borders are opening and closing based on like if we get a cluster, you guys, our definition of clusters are very different now from here in the UK. Like our cluster definition is yeah. like two local community cases. Um, but but right. if we get, you know, say we get four cases in the community Um, until they contain it all the other states are shutting their borders to that state Mm. so people same thing people here can't book flights to another state because it's so unreliable borders are closing with no notice like people are in the air and they land and the border closed while they were in there and they're sent back 
Um, wow. And, and an account I follow, Barefoot Explorers, they were just through this. I was following them along. They had a trip planned to Western Australia where I am. Uh, South Australia closed their borders to Victoria. So they raced to WA before midnight, which was the deadline. And then by the time they got to WA, WA closed the border. Um, and they were, they were reject, they had permission, but they were rejected when they got there. So it's like, it's so hard to plan anything Even still, yeah. Well, that's it. Like even you might, like you're saying, be in a country where it's fine to travel, but you still maybe have some, you know, you're being cautious about it. I mean, we're all just (laughs) making it up as we go. This is all temporary, but, um, there, there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And, you know, I realized as well, as we just said this, I just want to point this out when we said, you know, detox from following travel influencers or talking about travel content, please keep listening to our podcast though. I'll just say that. Yes. We don't want to lose our great listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I actually had a great discussion with someone the other day because I said, This wasn't even this year. It was the year before where on my travel bucket list, my resolution episode, I said I wanted to do one of those, just show up at the airport and see where I can go. That more spontaneous travel when border closures are so unpredictable, because I said, oh, I'm like, you're just going to have to kind of make it up as you go. Like when you have vacation, figure it out then. And she said, oh, you know, I'm not really spontaneous like that, but maybe, you know, me and my partner are going to have to be a bit more spontaneous like that because for all mm. the planners out there, right. it's unpredictable. But if you're more spontaneous, so, hey, maybe this is going to push people out of their comfort zone oh. to be more spontaneous. So maybe this is this is my excuse then for not planning because that was one of my resolutions last year to plan more. But maybe, <laughs> actually, I had it right all this whole time. Maybe I predicted this. Yeah. So, yeah. At the drop of a hat, just find a flight somewhere you've never been, book it, go, figure it out once you're yeah. there. That's that's my game, guys. That's how I do things most I'm of the time. I'm having visions of people showing up at the airport and being like, where can I go? And they're like, nowhere, ma'am. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can go to the airport bar, which actually, now that I say that, that sounds awesome right now. <laughs> There's nothing like an airport beer. I would enjoy just drinking at an airport bar. <laughs> I was just going to say, Steph, if you and I lived in the same place, you know that we would be going to an airport. As I said that, we'd be like, let's do it. That'd be fun. We could pretend. Oh, my God. We could just do like a pretend, go to the airport, bring your bags, and then just go home. It's a night out. You can pretend like you're going somewhere. It's always exciting. On the way to the airport, having a drink before your flight. Oh, man. It's just making me sad now. Oh, no. no. Change topic. Change topic. No, it's fine. This was, I feel like this was kind of a therapy session for me a little bit, you know, and I like to be honest with people. Like I said this to Steph earlier this week, like it's been sometimes hard to put out content for this podcast as of late just because you know I'm not really feeling it but I'm still here though I know (laughs) I I will feel it all again soon (laughs) and I feel like I just want to tell everyone like even if the spark is gone the little the little flame is in there you just don't feel it right now yeah I need uh (laughs) someone to light my fire (laughs) come on baby light my fire I love when you Saying we can't actually put real music on because we'd have to pay royalty, right? So Steph is <laughs> my soundtrack. Come tune for us. Come on, baby, let my fire. Steph, do you know who sings that? Um, We're gonna play it. Michael Johns on American on. Idol. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do you see what I have to put up with with Steph? 
I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you and I'm gonna make you go and do some research. I probably do know if I dug deep, but I save all my upper level knowledge for country music. Yeah, not not a country artist, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna leave everyone uh on edge. I'm sure everyone listening though knows who it is. It's just Steph. <laughs> if it's not country or a boy band, Steph wouldn't have a clue. No. I'm all right with it. Yeah, no shame. Uh, well, guys, let us know how you're feeling as of late, no matter where you are. Also, if there's anything you guys want to hear travel content wise, if there's something you think Steph and I should talk about when we can all travel again and we're back to normal. Let us know. I feel like maybe this episode was you know, a bit of a downer, but it's real. This yeah. is this is the reality. We always like to be real. We keep it real with you guys. So Well, and so much of when you look at travel accounts online too, you know they're just posting the upside. They're not mm-hmm. posting the sick. They're not posting when they've got, you know, traveler's belly. <laughs> like Yeah. It's the real talk we bring you. So there you go, guys. Maybe just send me a message and tell me everything's gonna be okay. And a virtual <laughs> pat on the back. I will do. <laughs> I will send that to you also. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks, as always, for listening. Have a good week. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit Have Learned Abroad Pod. And donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies.